you.
Surround me, Jesus. Surround me, hold on. Surround me, hold on. Oh, <laughs> 
Surround me, Jesus. Surround me, Lord. Oh, you're the last. I'm the Lord. I 
Fill it with glory, fill it with glory, fill it with glory, fill it with glory, fill the glory. 
This morning, Father. let your presence fill this place. Surround me, Jesus. Okay. Surround me, Lord. I want to be with you, Jesus. You will live and you are moved. In you I live, in you I move, in you I have my being, surround me Jesus, for my being is in you, I live in you, I move in you, surround me, surround me, surround me, surround me, surround me, surround me, surround me Jesus, surround me Jesus, let your presence feel. Fill the room with your glory, Lord. Let your presence be this place, Jesus. Let your presence be this place, Lord. This place, Lord. Hallelujah. This place, Lord. This place. Hallelujah. Feel this place this morning, Father. Come on and rescue us from our own dilemma. You and you alone, Father. Nobody but you. Hallelujah. We come before your throne of grace this morning. Thank you for clarity, for understanding, for the answer to the problem of our peoples today. Father, help us to bring the word this morning that will open the blind eyes, unstop the deaf ears. Oh, Father, how we need, Father, renovation. We need, Father Lord, to have the inside cleansed so that the outside, hallelujah, will be hardened with your love. Thank you, Father, for the apostleship and for the wisdom and knowledge bestowed upon the apostle. Father, we pray over the land this morning, every spirit of confusion, every spirit of ignorance, every spirit of jealousy, greed, lust, anything that's not like you this morning, Father, it have to go because we take this opportunity to bind it up right now. Father, you said that we can bind this thing this morning and you would bind it also. So we bind up every spirit this morning, whether it be spirit of sickness, disease, confusion, mental illness, drugs, alcohol, from a security, any whatever, we bind that unclean spirit this morning and we lose the anointing, Father. We lose, we lose power, love, joy, peace, happiness, long-suffering, relationship, friendship, 
We loose your spirit upon the land this morning. And we evict Satan and we command him that his kingdom be torn down and worn out. Hallelujah. Oh God, that that word, John 10, 10, Father Lord, knowing that he come to steal, kill, and destroy. But Satan, I got news this morning. You can't kill us. You can't destroy us. So you just come along to try and discomfort the minds of the people. Satan comes to steal your joy. Hallelujah. He comes to lie and to make you believe that you're not going to be able to stand today. Stand fast in the liberty where which you were made free. And let the son of glory come in this morning and bring healing, revival, and the inside. Let him rescue you from your dilemma. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, bless his name. I will follow you all over in Facebook and speaker and all the other places that we are ministering the word of God. I ask you all to call in to 605-562-0444. Access code 111-253-POUND. And when asked, one pound again. And you can come with your questions and answers, your prayer. Hallelujah. Nothing but righteousness here for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This world has nothing for you. Hallelujah. Did you get it all? I know it. <laughs> <laughs> this rouse new. It's all in the chain. Man. It's a party. <laughs> this one went crazy over it, man. I don't know. Well, let me wish it, man. You better go in there and repent and talk to God. Because I ain't going to talk to you. I don't even want to talk to you, man. You go talk to the Father. You know, without God, Lost, but I told the Lord to protect your grave, bring you back home. That's how the devil is.
This world has nothing for you. hear that song? This world ain't got nothing for you. This world has nothing for you. I Ain't funny, can't get in me. Unless that's not up. No, she has three six. You don't see her come across the screen right there. Drop of the morning, 346. Hallelujah. We're going to open the lines up in a minute. Hallelujah. But I just love Eddie James for worship in the morning. Uh, I just like worshiping. Hallelujah. Nothing else will do. This world has nothing for me. 
Come on, worship with us this morning. I sure wish my auntie was there. I'm trying to get in. Come to your people this morning. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Call her back from that phone right there. We try to tell her. Oh, kind of interfere. Okay, that's a number right there. Tell her she's not going to get in. I had her on the phone. Hallelujah. My stereo, my music didn't want to play. My phone did not want to call in. Wow. That must be an awesome word today that God is going to give us. Would you make this place for your home? Tell us you can stay on that phone. It wouldn't even let us in this morning, so. That's what I was talking about. Some other But this is a party. Everybody's unmuted. Come on and worship. Come on. 
Chronicles 714 said, If my people thank you, let me make sure you're still connected over there. You're still with us, sister. We're crying out in desperation. Okay, I make sure you still was there because you know how to serve us on this morning. He's in the house, huh? Hallelujah. All kind of thing happened. No, all kind of thing happened when God is doing what he said he's going to do. So we let the devil go. So we let go self. And he come in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Eddie James. Eddie James. Hallelujah. Brother Eddie James. He be worshiping. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God for the call of 346-900 on the line this morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Can you hear me on the morning? Praise his holy, righteous name. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, uh, I got one more song. I like uh, uh, Etta Jane. I got a lot of other people on there that I listen to and that we do present. But I see this man worship, and I and I, and I feel this man. Consume me with your love. Hallelujah! If y'all got anything y'all want to hear, then y'all have to let me know. But I'm getting ready to preach this word this morning, and I will be coming out of Matthew the 15th chapter. And the title to this message is Tradition of Man. Hallelujah! 15th chapter of Matthew. And God is not the author of confusion. Hallelujah. So let him surround us this morning. Surround me. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Let him surround you this morning. Surround me. Oh Lord. 
and your presence Surround me, 
I believe that he has filled this place. Hallelujah. For those of you all that are listening to this podcast, broadcast, amen, he has filled the place. I want to talk this morning about the true church. I want to talk about that church that God himself spoke about, spoke to the apostles about the James, the brother of Jesus, Apostle James, um, Apostle uh, uh, Judas, Iscaria, uh, uh, the one that betrayed the Almighty. But I want to talk in the beginning about these Pharisees. And, and the reason why I want to talk from the Matthew, the 15th chapter, I want to show you the confusion still in the world today of man pleasers and man service, how that all the different churches, they teach something different. And they label these buildings with St. John, St. Matthews, uh, Jehovah Witness, uh, Seven Day Venices, and on and on, you know, uh, yoga, blah, 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 blah. And everybody speaks of Jesus as a prophet, or they speak of him as the Son of God. Hallelujah. But Jesus identified himself to the disciples, to the apostles. And he asked Apostle Paul, he asked him, Who do men say I am? And this morning, my word is not who do you say he is, but what body, hallelujah, and through what door have you come into this thing that you call Christianity, hallelujah. Uh, Christianity nowadays has been just publicized, broadcast, and to be known as a religion, you know, that they say uh, uh, this people and that people celebrate. And the Muslims says the same thing concerning that. But I'm not here to talk about neither one of these nations. I'm only here to talk about the righteous. Hallelujah. For the Bible said, only the pure in heart shall see God. And I want to explain to you what was going on in John, the 15th chapter. And I want to bring it on home. And I want to show you all the confusion still in the churches and how that we're still looking for the, they're looking for the true church. Because there's not but one church and everything must be done decent and in order according to the scripture in 1 Corinthians 14 and 40. Let all things be done decently and in order. So God has set forth an order. And number one, the apostle doctrine. If you're not about an apostle, if you're not connected to the apostleship, then that's number one thing that's wrong with your church. Because the Bible said that it was founded upon the floods and established upon the seas. So otherwise, the Almighty was telling us that this word will never wash away. Tsunamis can't take it away. It is stronger than any wind and anything. But the thing about it is we have scoffers and we have too many men servants and lustful-minded Preachers and people and female are going off the word of God for foundation. The foundation is the apostle doctrine. Amen. One writer said to the apostles, to the 12 apostles that are scattered abroad, 
hallelujah, that is a lively stone and the pillar of truth. The pillar of truth is upon the apostle doctrine. I myself, I am the chief apostle. Hallelujah. Call me what you want to. It doesn't matter. But the words that I speak, they are true. And we're talking about the most high. We're not talking about who I am. Because really, to be honest, truth with you, I'm an evangelist. Evangelists get the heavier crown. So if I need to be titled before God, I hope that he would see me as an evangelist because I do the work of an evangelist. Hallelujah. So I am grateful this morning to call myself an evangelist. But I want to talk to you this morning uh, from uh, uh, Matthew, and I'm going to start at 1. Uh, I was going to go to 15 and 9 and get right to the point. But I'm going to start at 1 because I want you to analyze the heart of men. I want you to analyze how practical we are about keeping tradition. Oh, uh, my grandma, my uncle, and everybody, we went to this church. Uh, uh, Papa and them built this church. Da, 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 on and on and on. And some of us are holding to tradition. Hallelujah. And that's what always stirred the most high, amen, is that we keep reverting back, amen. Even in, 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 in Moses bringing the Israelites out, they kept going back to idolatry. Hallelujah. And God wants us to stop our idol worship. He wants us to stop running after things that gives, that doesn't give him any pleasure. You cannot call yourself a righteous church and you are not doing righteous. Hallelujah. There are many churches. There are many churches around the world, but there ain't but one church. And that one church, you'll know it. Hallelujah. Because that one church, they have all things in common. They eat together. They sit down. Hallelujah. And they discuss the word of God. Hallelujah. Yesterday, we had a beautiful time. Three preachers. All of us had an opportunity to teach. Last Sunday, we all had an opportunity to teach. I think people need to be taught today more than someone standing up there, lecturing them, and the people that sit, and the people that are sitting down, they can't even open their mouth. But we let it be an open forum. We're teaching, and they can say, well, I thought hell was a place of torment. No, hell was not a place of torment, torment until the earth's Quake when Jesus rolled. Remember, the dead got up. The dead that were in the graves got up. Thereafter, when they got up out of the graves, hallelujah. Now that place has become a place of torment. Because listen, when Dobbies went to Hades, he said he was anguished and he was thirsty. Hallelujah. So he may not have been in hell fire. Because even David was in hell. David said, I will not leave my soul in hell. Even Jesus said he went to the lower parts of the earth. So we need to understand this one. That's not even what I'm preaching on, so I'm going to leave that alone. But I want you to understand, today, hell is a place of torment. There's no precatory. Back in the days, they call that to be hell. They call Hades to be hell. The lower part of the earth was hell. The bosom of Abraham was hell in paradise, all these things was considered as hell because David said, I will not leave my soul in hell. So certainly David was not torment, even Jesus, hallelujah. So hold that under your hat. We'll get to that one of these days, amen.
And, and, and if anyone have any questions, because I want this thing to be where you can ask questions so that you can learn. And I want you to get your pen and paper, and I want you to take notes so that you can see what is the similarity of these people back in the days and those in the day. Let me see if, if uh, Minister Anderson on the line, if uh, Minister A.D. Uh, A.D., that's you? A.D. I guess it's not so, but anyhow. Amen. If it was him, he would have muted himself anyhow. That's how bold he is. He just unmuted himself. Just get right. That's what time it is. You can't be on the sideline. I'm just on the sideline, you know, remind me of people at the ball game. You understand me? They're the spectators. But here in this game, amen, I need somebody to talk back to me. Amen. Because I don't want to be preaching. I'm reaching off into situations like unstoppable so that you can hear glory to God. Amen. And I want to know if you heard the truth. Hallelujah. Let's look at these uh, uh let's look at these uh, uh these preachers over here. You know, these preachers over here and uh, uh uh the 15th chapter of Matthew uh defilement comes from within. Uh someone getting the chapter uh let me let me get it. Uh, if I get Mark the seventh chapter, and we're gonna work on Mark seven, one to twenty three, because we need to know what this word is talking about. You know, we need to know so that people won't be lost. You know, it tells me in the book of Jeremiah that if I don't warn you, Amen, that it's laid upon me that I got to pay. Hallelujah, and uh. Okay, hold that thought. Let me go over here on fifteen, and uh, let me let me get this to working over here on fifteen. I'm a mute. Let me see if I take it off the of speaker. Okay, okay. Matthew the fifteenth chapter. We're gonna start off reading. And then I'm going to stop reading, and we're going to uh, summarize. Uh, we're going to uh, bring the understanding and clarify for what was going on. Hallelujah. Then the scribes and the Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus. Mm -hmm. You can't come to Jesus except he draw you. The words of Jesus drawn the Pharisees and Sadducees to come to him, but they had mess in their hearts. They came. Why do your disciples, the 20, the, the second verse, why do your disciples trespass? The tradition of the remember see the tradition of me. We must so that these is without an apostle. If there's no apostle, then you don't have a church. You're having service, and you have the Bible, and you're reading to them, 
and preaching and teaching from the same book I'm teaching from. But if you're going to keep the truth, you must keep the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help me God. The Bible said that uh, this thing was founded upon the apostles and prophets, hallelujah, and the pastors and the evangelists, until we all come into a measure of a stature of a man, that we may be one. John 17 chapter. For he left, he said, I pray not for this world. Hallelujah. First John 3:15. Love not this world. Hallelujah. So I have evidence to back anything that anyone inquire of, because I am the apostle. And I may not have all the wisdom and knowledge, but I am connected to the true vine. Hallelujah. It is able to supply me with the wisdom of what's in your mind and what's on your heart this morning. Why are the disciples trespassed the tradition of the elders? But they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. Something minor and simple trying to entrap, but I'm going to show you. He answered and said to them, why do you also trespass the commandment of God because of your tradition? Yeah. We, we are too traditional. Hallelujah. My grandpa was Baptist, my whole family, and so I'm, you know, a, a, a Catholic. See, all of these labels that you walk up under, hallelujah, it don't mean that God has ordained it to be so. But I thank God this morning for his anointing is in the Catholic Church, the Baptist Church, Jehovah Witnesses, his anointing because he's willing to show himself to humanity. Hallelujah. I'm minded that uh, when the apostle James and Paul and Barnabas, they said, well, these same men was talking about how that everyone had needed to be circumcised and on and on and on. Tradition of man. Hallelujah. See, this is why they misinterpret the law. Oh, the law, the law, Jesus came and, and, and the law, you're lying. Matthew 5, 17 said, thank God that I come to destroy the prophet of the law. Hallelujah. But I came that it may have life and, 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 and that you may have this thing more abundantly, meaning take the yokes off of people. Stop putting people down to scrutiny. Amen. 90-day courses for you to join. No, 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 no. That's why. See, the church of God don't require that. The church of God require Acts 2.38. Be you baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sin that you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For this promise unto you and your children's children and even them that are fall in the next 200 years. Hallelujah. But I'm so glad that I know that, amen, that uh, one day, amen, everything is going to pass away. Everything is going to be on fire and the new heaven and the new earth 
and there will be no sea. Hallelujah. There will be no darkness. Hallelujah. For the glory of God will lighten the universe. There will be no need for lights and LEDs and all that that we have there. We don't need none of that because the glory of God would do what we cannot do. These men were well-educated. How I know that they were well-educated is because Jesus took the disciples to these same men, and he told them, he said, do as they say. He said, these men sat in the seat of Moses. Do as they say, but do not what they do. Same thing with a lot of this stuff today. A lot of these preachers, they got a good word. So I go to show you right there, they evidence that they got a good word. I like the church. I like, amen, many of them I like, and I like the words, amen, that came forth from the preacher because the preacher was anointed to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. But many are called this morning, but few has been chosen. See, there are many of them, amen, that will not go and stand out on the street corner. Neither will they send any of the members out there to see about the lost. They think they're supposed to come into the church. My Bible said they can't come except he draw them. How are you going to draw them to the building? When it's too many buildings, too much confusion, too much teaching that this is the church and that's the church. Which one of y'all are the church? Who, who got, all of them got truth in them. But there's one church, according to scripture. The church of God in Jerusalem, the church of God in Corinth, the church of God in Thessalonica. All of them had a church of God. None of them had a church of Jesus. A St. Paul, it was a church of God. Hallelujah. And they titled the church of God in Christ. It need not worry about the in Christ because Christ is the all in all. He's everything. Hallelujah. He's the only one that was able to come and take back, hallelujah, what was given to the devil, amen, because one man, the Bible said a woman shall come past a man, hallelujah, and the woman was over the man, that's why he, that's why Satan wouldn't even trouble himself with that, he didn't trouble going over that trying to, trying to cause Adam didn't have the authority over that woman. He might have had authority over every living creature, but God did not say he had authority over woman. I'm getting off on another sermon, but I'm going to clarify this. A woman shall compass a man. In Genesis, after Eve had sinned, he said, Eve, since you refuse to hearken to the voice of the Lord, obey your desire. You shall have pain and labor. Hallelujah. And your desire shall be unto your husband, and he shall lord over you. So right there, I let you know that the woman had more authority than the man, because why would God turn around and tell her, I'm giving your authority, I'm putting you underneath Adam. Now he's going to control you. That's it. See, we've been reading all these scriptures, but without the apostle, you're in darkness. So you didn't even know that. But now you know. She was in control. Jezebel called herself a prophetess. Men honored her. Elisha was running for his life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need to know what we're talking about. 
That's why he said he's going to take out this old stony heart because many of y'all listen to me. Y'all want so much you can go to my page because you don't like me, because you don't like what I say. They didn't like what Jesus said neither. They didn't like what the apostles said. They didn't like what nobody said that was in the true church. Now, if I was from whoever church, I don't want to call no names because I'm not here to spite. I'm not here to throw stones and, and, and to cause conflict because I learned that God is not the author of confusion. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 14 and something. Hallelujah. He's not the author of confusion. First Corinthians 14:33. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 14:40. Let all things be done decently and in order. So it'd be out of order for me to sit here and start naming churches that is not the church of God. So if it ain't the church of God, what make you think that people's gonna receive the Holy Spirit? If you ain't been baptized according to Acts 2:38, it's on you. But if it was said that you need to be baptized into Jesus, Romans 6 said, so we continue in sin that grace may abound. No, you're not. If you was baptized, you was baptized into his death. Hallelujah. So that's why baptism is so important. Well, I was baptized when I was seven. I was too at Pleasant Grove Missionary Baptist Church. But did I get baptized in the name of Jesus? Yes, I did. Hallelujah. So when you know to do better, then you do better, but you ain't going to go to hell, hallelujah, unless you repent. Second Chronicles 7, 14, if my people are called by my name, three things you got to do, humble, pray, and leave that mess alone. Then you can hear from heaven, I'm going to forgive your sins, and I'm going to heal the land. The land is messed up. In the book of Genesis, Adam, since you refuse to obey the voice of the Lord, Curses the ground. The ground is cursed. The ground is cursed. So that's why we need to repent, turn from our wicked ways, seek his face this morning. We need to be more humble today. We're too angry about things that's not even concerning you. You have no control over whatsoever. You can't even control your own life. That's why we need the Almighty this morning. So these men's here. They just wanted to get people's attention, get people to follow them, get people to believe them. They had their own churches. We're talking about tradition of man. We're talking about denomination, frustration, vexation. All this is in the church this morning. Amen. I want to thank God for evangelist Neely. I need somebody to call me. They help me not stay in the word because I'm in the word every day. But I just sometimes don't want to come and preach the gospel online. I preach enough of it in the streets, in the church, on the telephone. And I got many people want to call me. Don't call me when you know I'm online. If you care about the gospel that I preach, you'd be online. But all you want to do is waste my time. And I'm not going to waste my time with you. I'm not going to be ugly with you, but I'm not going to take your phone calls neither. I ain't got time for it. My Bible says, how can two walk together except they agree? If they were walking with me, they would agree to come to the service and help me. Hallelujah. If they were preachers, and most of all of them are preachers, 
then they would come and help. Amen. It's work in preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. One person can't do it all. Hallelujah. Now look at here. We're talking about defilement comes from within. Jesus finna show them that they was just jacked up because they wasn't clean men. They was looking and thinking about cleaning their hands when their heart was jacked up. What good would it do you to wash your hands and out of your mouth is, I hate this, I hate that, I hate, I hate. Well, your mouth, your inside is messed up. Maybe need to take some soap and, and uh, swallow some or something. Get you cleaned up. Swallow some bleach or something. Don't y'all do that, though. Don't y'all be swallowing no bleach and stuff. <laughs> that can't cleanse the inside. <laughs> we use that stuff on the outside. Clean a toilet with or something, huh? <laughs> but now I do remember mama putting some soap in our mouth though <laughs> they thought that soap would stop me from cursing <laughs> but it never stopped me it just made me not curse around them <laughs> I just didn't do it around them <laughs> but I still cursed <laughs> I still, I still use bad language today, <laughs> but that's when I get when I get to preaching and I get aggravated. You know, there's frustration in preaching the gospel because you're looking at these same people, you know, that you preach to, and they keep coming back with the same thing. I'm saying, man, look, y'all need to cut that out. Stop fighting around. And start being true and honest to your own self. You can't come all dressed up uh, a Sunday and sad that you fell out. I know, I know where you've been and what you've been doing, but it's not my job. My job is only to convict of sin, and I have to convict myself. That's why I was getting on my son Junior. I told him next time I'm gonna expose him to the app. I'm gonna go up on his Facebook page and everywhere, and I'm gonna write him up as a thought. And he laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> ain't gonna be putting the angels see we have angels we have angels that's been dispatched over our lives and these angels they have to get some help even dealing with us because we go over there and fall all off in creeks carbon monoxide poison ourselves i'm like if that angel didn't save me i was firing him and getting the nothing i told the people yesterday in church if it was if it was a purpose for me to be dead, I'd have done been dead because I have done many, many things that was worthy of death. And I'm not talking about sin. I'm talking about things I've done to my own self. Hallelujah. Just being just who I am. Hallelujah. Uh, I used to want to go bungee jumping. Then I said, well, you know, I'll just take that out on riding motorcycles or something. So I bought me a motorcycle, ride that. that Oh, it's so dangerous. No, 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 no. Ain't no danger on me. Maybe for you. Because fear, first John 4 said, perfect love casts out all fear. For he who feared I made perfect. I have the fear of God in my heart. I have a perfect praise for God. He loved me. He's not going to let nobody run over me and kill me. Because if he do, if I die, let me die. Hallelujah. If I, if I die, it's okay. Folks trying to save their life. Ooh, I wouldn't go out there. Ooh, why not don't go out there? It ain't even safe in your own house. Family down here in Houston, 
had their generator in the backyard because they didn't have electricity. That generator, that carbon monoxide killed the people. They were in the house. I was in my motorhome carbon monoxide poison. It killed me, but it gave me a testimony that I live. Hallelujah. I called my auntie. She come down and bought me some food and prayed for me. She said, well, come on, go home with me. I said, no, nah, I wanted her to leave so I can go and ride my four-wheeler. And I did that. Rode the four-wheeler in the creek and flipped it over. It flipped over on top of me. The motorcycle on top of me in the creek. And I'm like, woo. <laughs> woo. I don't know what else to say. Ain't even had time to say, Lord. <laughs> But God, hallelujah. So I am a living testimony. And that same day, January 5th, 2018, let me see, 2018, 2019, 2019. I don't know. But I know my my dear gun is in that in that in that creek. But I'll go get it out. I done walked in it a few times. Amen. But the water was so cold, it was like 75 degrees, and the water was 18 degrees. <laughs> My thighs started locking up. I said, I don't get about this water. I ain't gonna be able to walk out of here. Somebody will have to come and drag me out. Maybe I'm about to get one of them cows to drag me out. Or one of them pigs to drag me up out of here. <laughs> so I take somebody with me into the woods now because I used to just go through the woods alone, you know, because I have no fear of anything, you know. I have no fear of nothing whatsoever. Them pigs didn't eat me up. A whole family of pigs just looking at me. I guess I look bigger than them to him. I don't know. But I know I had these angels that has been assigned to me. Hallelujah. I just give him the glory. And everything I talk about, I got witnesses on the telephone and testify all of it. Hallelujah. But we don't need, amen, no witnesses. We just need to witness this word. And I want to go ahead on, but but I thought that uh, uh, I'd insert that because I want you all to know that you have angels on assignment. You may not have been baptized according to Acts 2.30 in his name. Hallelujah. Love God. Amen. Hallelujah. And you're seeking and searching for the true way. Hallelujah. But you come under the word of God on your own. Ask him to reveal to you and to show you and to search the deeper things out. Hallelujah. And to give them to you. So that you will be able, hallelujah, to know what church you belongs in. And I'm not talking about the building now. Remember, I talked about the lively stone, which is built up on the foundation, and there's the pillar of truth, built up on the foundation of the apostle and the pillar of truth. So I have everything here in order for you to go and search it out for your own self if you don't believe. Hallelujah. All you got to do is go and look it up, amen, in your Bible. Hallelujah. And if you're lazy, I'll give you the scriptures and everything. And if you're still lazy, go and put an audio, uh, 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 put on your phone, audio Bible, and just go to the scripture and let him read it to you. Hallelujah. Amen. And then if you're still without understanding, then just call in and we'll just take our time to break the scriptures so we can understand what thus says the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Amen. He also said to them, why do you also trespass the commandment of God because of your tradition? For God commanded, saying, honor your father, and watch this here right here, honor your father and your mother, and he who curses father and mother, let him be put to death. But you say, whoever says to his father or mother, 
whatever profit you might have received from me is a gift to God. Then he need not honor his father and mother. Thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. Otherwise, I ain't got to do nothing for my mom and my father. I didn't ask to be here. I didn't ask to be here. You know, whatever gift, whatever it is, hallelujah, it is what it is. But I ain't, I ain't got to go through that there. I done already done my deal. Uh-huh. These are the tradition of men. Split the post, whatever going to happen. Break the mirror, seven years bad luck. Back up, black cat, all that. That's the tradition of man. Man, uh, uh, last week, he and I was getting a, a went to a Home Depot. It was getting in the car. He was following behind me because he didn't want to split the post. The car sitting in the parking spot. He didn't want to go to the passenger side, and I go to the driver's side like normal people. He want to follow behind me and go around the driver's side back to the back of the car and come get in the door. I said, oh, you uh, don't like splitting posters, huh? I said, you a lost soul, brother. And I need not explain no more to him. If he want to follow tradition of man, he's old enough to know better. And if he wanted the gospel truth, he would have turned around and asked me why you don't. But he didn't ask, so he didn't need to know. Uh, hypocrite, seven verse. Jesus called him a hypocrite. See, a hypocrite is somebody that knows. If you don't know, you can't be called a hypocrite. A hypocrite is a believer. These men believe, but they had their own doctrine also with their belief. Hypocrite, while did Isaiah prophesy about you saying, these people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching, catch this word, teaching as doctrines the commandment of man. This is their doctrine. Forget about God's commandment. Oh, we're not under the law no more. We, 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 you know, uh, uh, the Old Testament. That's the reason you have let all these renegades come in and these silly women's been led astray. One poor lady, you know, and I don't fault her for it. She was an older woman. And the preacher said, uh, Mother, I need your social security number. I need uh, one of your one of your bills with your, you know, a, a letter with an address on it and, uh, 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 and something else he took. This man went and ran up $60,000 he had him some cards, probably they were in her name, no doubt, because the bill started coming for the lady. And the lady was saying, I ain't, and they went and researched, and this man had taken her information and had made him some cards in her name. And he just went out there and started consuming this stuff upon his lust. But he's caught and he's in prison today. We just don't do that. Your gift will make room for you. You don't have to take an offering from nobody. You don't have to do nothing. Because my Bible say that if I teach you and spiritual thing, is it is it is it is it a, a wonder if I should reap some of your material gain? So y'all got it twisted. Everybody wants to make themselves to look, and this is the way the traditional church is. They want you to come in there with your wide hats and your wide dresses and yada, yada, yada. It'll take all that to serve him. Hallelujah. He wants us to be one. 
why we all just can't just wear a robe of righteousness, hallelujah, why we all just can't just be in love with one another. You know, the church that, and, and I'm not talking about no building, the church that I'm used to going to is uh, we, we saw a lady back in the years, Cynthia and I were married, and the lady's shoes were always run over. So Cynthia had a brand, a brand new pair of shoes on. And she said, you think, you think my shoes can fit her feet? I said, give them to her and see. Cynthia took off them shoes, grabbed them other shoes. You know, women have two pairs of shoes at church, one comfortable pair and one good-looking pair for the people to see. And she gave her a good-looking pair of shoes. And that was love just broke out right there. And the lady said, you don't have to do this. She said, no. I know I don't have to do it, but my shoes match your dress. Hallelujah. This is the type of church that Jesus had established that we would be one and caring for one another in the thing that we would do and say, and be careful how we say things to people. And when people hurt us with words, that's only coming out of their heart. And we're here, amen, to search the deeper things out that's in that heart. So Jesus said, well, Y'all talk a good game, and y'all teaching for doctrine the commandment of man. And when he had called the multitude to himself, he said, hear and understand. Now, now I ain't, ain't going to talk to the people. He had already blasted these religious church folks. Now he want to talk to the people. He said, not what goes into the mouth defiles a man. I want you to get this now. It ain't. The alcohol, it ain't the liquor. It's not the drugs. It's not your medication that defiles you. Then his disciples came and said to him, do you know the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. Leave them alone. Leave all them, leave all them thousand churches alone. I draw a victim that they're not telling the people the truth. And then they need to take these labels off of these churches. Because which one is the right church? How do I know? I mean, I'm, I'm lost. I'm trying to find the church. Whoa, 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 whoa. Seven day businesses and keeping the Sabbath, uh, a Jehovah Witness. They walking around, they came and they proselytized me, and I went back. Now I'm walking around a, a, a Catholic, you know, Hail Mary, you know. Which one of the churches is the right church? And this is what Jesus is doing right here. He's trying to get these people to stop obeying these Pharisees. These Pharisees were proselytizing, telling people you need to be circumcised, you need to do this and that. They were just making it hard like the church today. The church said you need to be in a 90-day program. This is not AAA, church. This is just come in and my word alone will free you from your adultery. We're free. In the beginning was the word. It wasn't the church in the beginning. And the word alone will stand. 
Hallelujah. All you need is the word, the word of God. You don't even have to speak it because when it's down in the inside of you, hallelujah, it searches the deeper things of God, hallelujah. And it, it's like uh, uh, Edda James say, Edda James say, surround me, Lord, hallelujah. Let your presence fill this place, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Withholding nothing. You, you can't hold on to anything when you come to him. He said, all that ever came before me were thieves and robbers. He said, narrow. You got to become narrow. He said, straight is the way and narrow is the gate. Hallelujah. That lead it to life. Hallelujah. He said, few, only a few going to find the way, amen, in this gate, through this gate. Hallelujah. You're going to go out in green pastures. He's going to restore your soul. Amen. Hallelujah. You can't get your soul restored sitting up, amen, in a church that do not believe in Acts 2.38. Just throw some water on you. Half a time, sometimes people baptize people, and the person scared for their head to go in the water, so they just let their legs and their body go down, and their head be still sticking up. Push that head down in that body and submerge it in that water. Submerge it. God ain't going to let them drown. I baptized one of my sons off in a, a I had to call for, I had two. Thank you. I baptized a, a, all my sons off in the Trinity River. I don't know why Jimmy Boy won't call in. He know I'm online. He know I'm online. I sent him a text that I was online. If he was interested in anybody, he would call. Amen. You know, he ain't interested. He know what I do. He come to the church. He come to the church I come to. He sit there. He have word. But he need to click him off. Because all he come to do is to distort the voice of God. You can be doing what you're doing. And one of your kids call. You have yep. to put them on yep. check. Put them on check and tell them, uh, I'll get back with you. But mama, but mama, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. You, ain't finna, you ain't finna steal my jaw. Call with some bad news. Call Jesus. Yeah. Call Jesus. Yeah. You know, call Jesus. I was searching, trying to find. I wasn't really trying to find Junior. But, it, you know, I was getting aggravated. And then God delivered me from my aggravation. He told me, he said, you don't need to look for him. And when I stopped. I told his brother on the phone, I <laughs> said, AD, go online and find your brother. Then I told him, I said, I, 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 I don't go looking for him nowhere. Don't go look. And then he come in the house. <laughs> because I thought about it. Amen. You're not lost if you are part of him. When I baptized my sons in San Jacinto River, uh, that water took one of them. I don't know, well, I don't know which one of them. Boy, that water took him down. And he was a gone soul. But I stepped down in the depth of the water. I stepped down in the water. And I grabbed whichever one of them was. I grabbed him and drug him up out the water. And he was not drowned. He wasn't spitting no water out. That just go to show you. You must be baptized. Acts 2.38. You go down in that water. The enemy, he can't kill you. John 10.10. 10. The Bible didn't say he was going to kill you. The Bible say he come to kill, steal, and to destroy. Amen. But I came that you may have life. Satan can't destroy you no more. 
Hallelujah. Because when Jesus came, I want you to know, when the earthquake and the graves were wide open and the dead got up and they that was beneath got up too. Hallelujah. He took the power of death. Hallelujah. Death has no power over you today. Hallelujah. The only way you die is you do like that man did. He went and sat down in the middle of the highway and 18 water run over him. That's what his dad said. They buried him Saturday. They buried him. But I had no part in that. I wouldn't go to the funeral because if they're not going to let me preach, because me, I'd take a funeral like that to a lost person and I'd turn it around and deal with the rest of the lost people. You know, that was for God's glory. And I know that God's glory, God told me his glory is not going to go forth. That family will put you out. So let them do it their way. So I didn't go to it. But God, in his word this morning, uh, he was explaining to them that it's not what you drink, what you eat. Look what he said in the 12th verse. Then his disciples came and said to him, do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard? They always was offended. You know why Judas was offended? You know why Judas betrayed? Hallelujah, our Savior. Because when Judas saw Mary doing what she was, Jesus jacked him up and said, leave alone. And Judas said, well, God, dog, he insulted me in front of all them peoples. So he sold him out. Judas was an apostle. And when Judas committed suicide, they had to have another apostle. James, the brother of Jesus, was an apostle also. Many people don't know this because they have not read. And the preacher passed over that because he don't want no apostle in the church. So he's certainly not going to preach the apostle doctrine. He'll touch on it, but he will not explain it. Hallelujah. So I'm so glad that God, through the years of me searching and seeking him, he is teaching me that this is the gospel. He said, if this gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. We're going to get to that in a minute. Let me run on down here and clarify clarify. Uh, uh, this I don't need to interpret anything because it is what it is. So there's no interpretation whatsoever for what I'm reading. There's no, it's, it is what it is. If it says, amen, that this amen. is that, it is what it is. Amen. We don't need no preachers to, 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 to uh, you know, and I don't even need to make it plain because if you're listening and you really, really, really want the truth, then God will open the eyes of your understanding this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm glad to be here, Father. Uh, but Jesus answered and said, every, plea, every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Leave them alone. See, leave, leave, leave all these other churches alone. It ain't my business to go over there telling them about themselves. My job is to go to the other apostles and make sure that we be one that the people hallelujah may be one and may be that lively stone built up on the foundation of the apostles and prophets hallelujah and you prophets 
you all are subject one to the other. One prophet don't run the show. Chief apostle, hallelujah. God has ordained that it be so. So look at here. He says, leave them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind. So these people that is without the apostle doctrine are blind leading. See what they do? You see what they do? The people in the church commit fornication, idolatry, and all these other things. What do you do about that? The homosexual used to sit beside me in the pulpit. Now that I'm not there anymore, they tell me that the homosexual don't sit in a pulpit. He one of the other brothers, and now he just sits in the audience. So that's their business. But I'm not a part of that. I'm not a part. I'm not there to straighten that out. God didn't send me to straighten anybody out. He sought me to preach the gospel. Leave them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind leads the blind, both of them will fall in the ditch. Then Peter answered and said to him, explain this parable to us. See, some of us are listening, Facebook, speaker, uh, worldwide, you know, wherever you're at. Hallelujah. You still don't understand what I just read. So Jesus said, Peter said, uh, 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 can you make it plain? But I'm also going to tell you, sometime God, like yesterday, God allowed me to become dumbfounded in the things that he was, when the minister was preaching on hell and Hades. And, uh, uh, but the minister, he was saying that, 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 that uh, uh, hell was a place of comfort or something, I don't remember. But the words were so twisted up to me until I told him, I don't understand. So this is Peter saying he didn't understand what the Messiah was saying. Peter probably understood, but at that time, his mind went blank like my mind went blank. So what it did, it taught the other people. You see, because my mind was blank. So Peter's mind probably went blank, and then it causes the most high to reiterate and to break it down and make it plain. And this is what the brother did yesterday. He broke it down, made it plain with the help of the apostles. He's the prophet. So Apostle Augustine and myself, we pulled that thing out of him. At first, he thought that I was attacking him and I could see him changing. But then I said, no, no, come on, come on, come on, man. So the other apostle said, he running out of time. I said, no, 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 let him run. Let him go. Let him go. We, we ain't got nowhere else to go, man of God. So if we be here at 3 o'clock, it's okay. The people wasn't trying to go anywhere. I wasn't trying to go anywhere, and I'm up next to teach. So let him have some of my time. Because that ain't going to be long with what I'm going to do. Hallelujah. So Peter wanted to know, what are you talking about? So then Jesus said in the 16th verse of the 15th of Matthew, are you also still without understanding? See, he could not understand the deeper things, amen, that uh, the Lord was saying to the hypocrites. He couldn't understand that it's not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of his mouth, this defiles him. So Peter said, hmm, can you please explain this? And then Jesus said, are you also still without understanding? Some of us, we don't understand this morning. Do you, 
and he made it plain in the 17th verse, do you not yet understand that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and it is eliminated. What you ate and drunk yesterday, I hope it's not still in you. If it is, you full of And he don't want you to be full of, he wants you to be full of his word. So he has designed the body that all the food you eat, whatever you drink, water, soda water, it is eliminated from the body. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man. So he broke it down. He said, if you're still talking all that woof, woof, this stuff, man, is in your heart. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murder, adultery, fornication, theft, false witnesses, blasphemy. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands, does not defile a man. So he made it plain to those that had been with him that you are defiled because of your mouth. The Bible says, touch not, taste not, handle not, no unclean thing. Spirits enter in through your mouth, your ear, and your eyes. Because if you didn't hear it, you wouldn't attend to it. If you didn't see it, it wouldn't trouble you. We must grow up, become mature believers this morning, hallelujah, that we will not be all discombobulated all over the place. For God, number one, He's not the author of confusion. It is very confusing for all these churches to be everywhere doing their own thing. Why they don't come together? Because they do not agree. But the Bible says that we must agree and become one this morning. Hallelujah. So I pray that men's heart the Bible said the heart is slippery. But the Bible says in Isaiah 59 and many other scriptures that I gave to Evangelist Neely, one day I'm going to let Evangelist Neely come and I'm going to let her read those scriptures where he said he's going to take out that old stony heart and he's going to put a heart of flesh in. He knows that you can't change on your own, so he says, I'm going to change you anyhow because I know that you love me. 1 Corinthians 14, 40, that all things be done decently and in order. It is out of order for the lost to tread across the church grounds, and they are still lost. When I go out and preach on the streets, a lot of the ministers, they want so much, they agree with what I'm saying because they smile and put their hand up. That's, 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 they heard me. They heard the gospel. But if you really was a part of what I'm preaching, you should come. 
you should come and be a part of it. They want to be like the Pharisees and Sadducees. I didn't say that the Pharisees and Sadducees didn't have the word. They have the word. Matthew 23. Matthew 23 said that they had the word. So these preachers that I'm talking about this morning, oh, they got the word. I don't know what that is. Dog food or something. These preachers had the word. It said that they had the words right here. Look what he said. Then Jesus spoke to the multitude and to his disciples, saying, and I think I said something about Matthew 7, chapter, did I? Sister Neely. Did I, remember, remember I gave you, a, oh, it was Mark. It was Mark. So you got to remember now. You got to remember, you're going to be tested. Your knowledge is going to be tested. So I told you Mark 7 something, 723 or something. But anyhow, right here. Then Jesus spoke to the multitude and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. Otherwise, these men is very acquainted and very aware of what Moses taught. So they're not no fool. Prove to you guys that these men hold the apostle doctrine. They didn't hold it in error. They held it in truth, but righteousness they did not practice. This scribe and the Pharisees said in Moses' seat, therefore, whatever they tell you, you need to do it. Observe it. That observe and do. Observe it and do it now. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what you heard this morning. You need to observe it and you need to do it. But do not do according to their words. For they say and they do not do. For they bind headed burdens hard to bear and lay them on men's shoulder, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works they do to be seen by men. They make their paracletes broad and enlarging the borders of their garment. They love the best places in the feast and the, and the best seats in the synagogue, greeting in the marketplace, and to be called by men's rabbi, rabbi, and that's a no-no. You ain't nobody's reverend. But you do not be called rabbi. Y'all, Stop letting people call you reverend. You're not to be reverent today. Hallelujah. You're not worthy. But you do not be called rabbi. For one is your teacher, the Christ. And you are all brethren. Do not call anyone on earth your father. For one is your father. He who is in heaven and do not be called teacher, for one is your teacher to Christ. That's why I say I can teach, hallelujah, but I'm not the teacher. But he who is greatest amongst you shall be called your servant, hallelujah. See, an apostle is nothing but a servant. Your preacher ain't nothing but a servant. He have one 
ultimatum. God only gave him one purpose. That's to delegate this word and to explain it. And he have no business whatsoever having more than the church of God. That's why so many scriptures, it, 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 it tells them that, amen, he that sold spiritual things, you know, one scripture was talking about oxen, you know, muzzling an ox. He said, this is not about an ox. This is about the preachers. Hallelujah. But he who is amongst you shall be a servant, and whoever exalts himself will be humble. See, you're going to be humble. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. They got it twisted. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you shut up the kingdom of heaven. Uh, you need to get in the 90-day program. Uh, we need to get your tax statements uh, and all that. You shut up the kingdom of heaven. Heaven is not like that. For you shut up the kingdom of heaven against man. For you neither go in yourself, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. So you, know, so you, you, you won't let me just come and have service. Sit down. I got to go through this class and this group and all this and new membership. Hello. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. For you devour widow houses, get credit cards in their name, and pretend, for pretense, make long prayers. Therefore, you will receive greater condemnation. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you travel land and sea to win one proselyte, and when he is one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourself. They don't want him to go to church no more. You don't want him, but your old hypocritical ways, preacher, then run the man off. Woe to you blind guides who say whoever swears by the temple is nothing, but whoever swears by the gold of the temple, he, see, these men were holding fast to the tradition of material things. They're materialistic. 17 verse fools and blind, for which is greater the gold or the temple that is sacrificed, that sacrificed the gold. And whoever swears by the altar, it's nothing. They were really messed up. Fools and blind, 19 verse, for which is greater the gift of the altar that sacrificed the gift. Therefore, he who swears by the altar swears by it and by all things on it. He who swears by the temple swears by it and by him who dwells in it. And he who swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by him who sits on it. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees and hypocrites. For you pay tithe of men and earnest and cumin and have neglected the weightier matter of the law, justice and mercy and faith. These you ought to have done without leaving the, uh, 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 the others undone. Blind guides who strain out a gnat and swallow a camel. You here trying to get this little gnat out your, out your cup, but you swallowing the flies in your cup. Hallelujah. What do you shrive and Pharisee the hypocrite? For you cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they're full of extortions and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisees first clean the inside of the cup and dish, then the outside, hallelujah, of them may be clean also. And it just goes on and on to warn us, warn, warning, warning, warning. Says he warns us this morning, hallelujah. 
to come out from amongst them, be ye separated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Defilement comes from within this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus said in Mark 7, and I'm coming to a close, Mark 7 and 6, he answered them and said, Well, did Elias says of ye hypocrites, it is written, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandment of man. For laying aside the commandment of God, you behold the tradition of man, the washing of pitchers and cups and many other such things you do. He said to them, I wish y'all would go away. Wow. So much going on on my telephone. Everybody got a word for me. I got a word for the world this morning. Hallelujah. He said to them, all too well you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your tradition. It's about the commandment of God this morning. Hallelujah. You can't love your neighbor. You can't love yourself. You can't love God because there's too much outside interference. You have got to, he said, any man that love mother, father, sister, or brother more than me, you're not worthy. You're not worthy of me. Let us become worthy. We just got to let it all go. Surely your phone's going to be going off. All type of things going to be happening. When you begin to walk, when you begin to walk in the way of God, when you begin to walk in the way of God, all type of things is going to happen to you. You're going to be saying, Lord, why so much? Because now your adversary, Satan, he's really upset now. That's why we couldn't get in this morning. Every time you'd call, I'd call. Uh, it would say, you're, you're calling a party. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm like, I am trying. I went and I got, let's see, where's that other phone? Oh, the other phone is in there. I went and got another phone that was connected to uh, social media, that's connected to the uh, internet. And that phone began to work. But as far as this phone working, mm -mm, home phone did not want to communicate because it don't want us to search the deeper things of God.
rush me in his arms. And that is a place where I'll take for and that's where I belong. So take me to that place, Lord, to that secret place where I can be with you. You can make me like you. Grab me in your arms. Grab me. There is a God in heaven who loves me and who wraps me in his arms, his loving arms, his loving arms, and his Well, 
Hallelujah. I'm so grateful this morning that I had the opportunity to worship and to do all the things that he has put in our heart. Thank God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your glory. Amen. We have done thus what the Father has given us to do. Amen. We'll go out with this last song, and we're going to get out of the way. Hallelujah. Let's see what our last song will be. Let's see. Guess we'll go to our surrender. Amen. That's what time it is. I want to be in the place that he's calling me to be this morning. Hallelujah. Look to you tonight. About the singing, God, about the music, about the songs. Let your name be lifted high, Jesus. Let your name be honored. We commit all that we are to you and everything that we do. And we reach towards you, Jesus.